Blog Talk Radio. to the Truth to Power show. My name is Beverly D. And tonight I have, back by popular demand, Robert X out of Chicago, Illinois. Robert X is a master researcher. He has been researching for over 30 years. And for those of you that are familiar with uh, Robert X, you know that he really brings you valuable information. Also, he lets you know where you can go and do your own research. He gives you where to uh, go. And uh, the information he gives you, you, it's like going to class. And so you need to have your pencil and your paper ready because he gives you so much information that you're going to have to take notes. And a lot of the times you have to uh, listen to the show again to uh, get all of the information. So I'm waiting here for uh, Brother Robert X to call in to the show. Um, And so we can get started. He's going to be here tonight. We're going to have a show tomorrow at at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so because the information that Brother Robert X gives you, you know it takes them about two days to give it to you. And uh, we really appreciate Brother uh, Robert X when he do come on and give us this valuable information. Like I say, it's like you are in a classroom. And so uh, for those of you that are not familiar with Brother Robert X, uh, you will uh, really uh, be um, informed here with the information that you get And for those of you that are familiar with Robert X, you know that he gives out a lot of great information. Let me see. um, Hello. All right. So uh, I'm going to play a little music, and then I'll come back, and I'm going to, uh, we'll get started with Brother X.
Okay, are you are you still there? Sister Beth? Are you still there? Are you still there? Okay, you got me? Are you there? Are you there? Are we here? Okay, um, I'm back. This is Beverly. Let me see if I can find uh, Robert X. We're working on this technology. Just bear with me. Okay. Let me know in the chat room if you can hear me. Those that's in the chat room. Okay, now, um, okay, thank you for letting me know. Okay, just bear with me. I'm going to get Robert X back on. Robert X? Robert X? Yes, can you hear me? I think that we're on now. I think they can hear us. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I couldn't get back in either. Yeah, it, it, it's okay now. They say they can hear us. Okay, well, I would encourage them to go back and listen to the beginning a portion of the program as we lay some okay. things out here uh, that kind of uh, mail together yesterday and today so that we can have a better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I'm not playing with anybody when I tell people that if you get into this, this stuff that I'm talking about, and I've read perhaps um, I would say over 2,000 pages, maybe close to 3,000 pages so far of this stuff. 
I mean, I've literally, that's all I've been doing since January. Okay, so, and I'm not, I'm not anywhere near finished. Uh, but as I was saying, uh, Steve Coakley told us about circles within circles, uh, where that actually came from was the people who really control the world and how they set up their system. It's no accident in terms of the metaphysical applications of this thing that they use circles within circles. Circles within circles is the Vesica Pisces. That the preeminent symbol in, the, in Catholicism or Christianity is the middle of the Vesica Pisces. The middle of the Vesica Pisces is responsible for everything in the universe and on this planet because it's the origin, symbolically speaking, of geometry, which is responsible for everything. Everything on the planet and all of it has a numerical value. That's how we quantify things. I, for years, have talked about the point in the circle, knowing that they're saying that that point in the circle is symbolic of the number 10, if you look at it symmetrically. That's why the Masons, the Sonic Order, has the G inside of the compass square, because they understand clearly, and I've done the research in their area, at the apex of their organization, uh, where the number 19 comes in extremely prominent in this research which is the foundation of Islam. What I'm saying is you cannot go to any particular religious origin and not run into this, which uh, has its origin in Kemet. Every piece of technology used today, nanotechnology, has this origin in sacred geometry. This is the white people, the white scholars saying this. So African people, stop chasing after white people. Stop chasing and worshiping their system. Stop it. Once you see your history on the planet and off of it today, at this particular point in time, you will clearly see that there's no need to be chasing after anything outside of you. But as I told you almost two years ago, sister, it is now time for us to go within to deal with what was it, what's within, and we will, in fact, deal with what's going on around us. True. That's true. This is spiritual warfare, as many people have said. We merely document the fact of the origin of the warfare. The origin of the warfare is who's going to control the symbols. Who's going to control the symbology? And once you understand that, no one will ever have fear or put fear in you again. And therefore, you won't have to put fear in anybody else. But we must give this white boy back his system because we're losing our children here in Chicago. I know everybody has heard it. The children are killing each other like crazy. The churches are full every Sunday with no spiritual foundation whatsoever. We need to stop. The preachers have got their ass on their shoulders and their heads in the clouds, and the people are down here on the ground suffering. It's, it's just, we see the cities crumbling all around us. Detroit is another example. Baltimore is another example. D.C., where the black people live, is another example. Everywhere you go, black people are in a state of crumping, just crumbling. 
The Negroes are running around here talking, well, it ain't, it ain't everybody. We got 20% middle class. Well, what about the 80%? If you fed eight, if you didn't feed eight out of your ten children, they would lock your ass up for being uh, a, a neglectful parent. So I don't care nothing about no 20% middle class. Those are the people who have conformed to this system. I care about the 80% that's being thrown away systematically. And we just have to stop. I must say this, sister. Two sisters sent me donations. I will not call their names. One sent me a card uh, just recently. I'm sure she's listening. Um, the card uh, was a designer card by African people. Mm-hmm. The picture on the card was the sacred spiral. That's the sacred geometry. What is the sacred spiral? The target symbol. You can use the target symbol from the store target, mm-hmm. or you can use the target symbol in terms of the bullseye. How does that matter? Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. If you look at your fingertip, that's a spiral. Yes. Yes, it is. The, the, the inner part of your ear, called the cochlea, is a spiral. Your hair grows. Look at the center of your head. Have somebody look in the center of your head and look how your hair grows. It grows in a spiral. Everything that grows on the planet grows in a spiral. If you go above the trees and look down on the tree, you see the top of the tree is smaller. And as you go down the tree, it gets wider and wider. That's the spiral. If you look at the pineal gland, it's in the shape of a pine cone, which is a spiral. The worship of the pine cone was absolute in terms of our people. It's now being worshipped in the Vatican. You will see pine cones symbolized all over the planet in terms of its metaphysical or spiritual application. This is how important the spiral is. I would suggest everybody check out this movie that I'm going to tell you about. It's called Dark City. came out some time ago. And you will see from the beginning of the end of that movie, it all deals with spirals and the capacity of a particular person who's able to access his pineal gland, and he's the only one who's able to do battle with the aliens because he he uh, accidentally uh, stumbles upon the power that he has within him. That's how important the spiral is. That's how everything that grows has a spiral. That's how come the spiral is really representing of the creator, the point in the zero, the one in the ten, of which, the computer systems today are based upon. That's right. This is how deep this stuff is, sister. And the A and the I, of which the computer system is based on, are the early symbols that represent the creator. And the one and the zero is the origin of the arc. It's symbolic of the male and the female. The A and the I stand for artificial intelligence today. The I is the origin of the A. But the I by itself represents union between male and female. That's why you got the 
horizontal line on the top and the bottom and the vertical line that brings them, the two together. That's why in the scripture it says, I am that I am. Mm-hmm. The alphabet is so important, sister, and this stuff is too deep for me to, I'm going to give articles. Are we on for tomorrow, sister? Yes, we are. Okay. If I don't give the articles today, I'm going to lay out a number of articles tomorrow. But I'm going to give one article today that everybody and everywhere I've gone, I've told people to get a copy of this. It's called The Esoteric Structure of the Alphabet. The Esoteric Structure of the Alphabet. It's 40 pages long. Okay? So it's not a, you know, it's like a, a small little book. Uh, okay. But you, you read this, it's going to open up your eyes like your eyes. haven't been into this kind of stuff. It's never been opened up before. Okay? This is how deep this is. Uh, it talks about criteria for the symbolic use or the sim- symbolism of the alphabet and how you know if the alphabet is symbolic of the creator and therefore of creation based on uh, this system that was laid down. Here's how it goes. They say the A represents the primordial man, the original man, okay? But the A and the I are one and the same. The I also, therefore, represents primordial man. Uh, But what the A really represents is the spirit unmanifested because it has nowhere to go because it's the first, okay? That's where the duality comes in, or what we call the duad, where the female is manifested, okay? Now, in order for that uh, male to manifest itself into, with the female or into, with the, yeah, with the female, it must, you must be able to go to the middle of the alphabet and to have that represent water. You must then go to the next letter in the alphabet and have that representing water before that particular letter after the M takes you back to whence you came. And so let's look at it. Let's go to the middle of our alphabet today. The first letter in the alphabet is A. Of course, that's primordial man, that spirit unmanifested. What that really means is that sperm. The sperm is the spiritual essence of the creator. You cannot have creation without it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's go to the middle letter of the alphabet, which is The M. People will go and find that the 13th letter in the alphabet is M. Okay? The letter next to the M is the N. If you go back to the origin of the alphabet, I'm talking the Medonetta, for instance. The Mm -hmm. M in the Medonetta. Uh, the white people call it the hieroglyph. 
uh, represents water. That was representing uh, the symbol for that letter, the M, or water, was a number of waves, like two M's or three M's together. That was the symbol for water in Kemet. So the next letter represents the N, and Kemet represents the fish, which is based in water. So you can see the relationship of the M and the N. As a matter of fact, the N is nothing more than one line short of the M. You'll right. see it in a minute. They go together like hand and glove. That's why they're next to each other in the middle of the alphabet. The N begins the point of ascension. It goes back up to the A where it reorientates itself to its origin, which is primordial man. But before it gets there, it runs into the letter next to the A, which is the B. The A and the B in Hebrew represents father. And I'm sure the Hebrew listeners out there know what I'm talking about. And many of you who don't, you are aware, probably aware of this as well. So let's look at what we got here, sister. We got the A, the M, and the N splitting the alphabet where primordial spirit makes its descension from A into the M, which is the water, which is M, which is represented of the woman, because the woman is water. She carries much more water than the man because she has to give birth in something that's been termed the uterus. Okay? Mm-hmm. The U... The M, the N, and the V are all the same thing, along with the W. It's no accident that they call it a double U. Because when many of us write it, we make two U's together. We don't put the points at the bottom of the ends of them. Okay? And the reason that they call it a double U, which basically represents the womb, and the U represents the uterus, is because she has to give birth. Therefore, a double U. She needs the strength. That's where the Trinity comes from, or the one plus one is three, not two. Okay? Right. Now, let's look at what we just did. We took three letters out the alphabet, the A, the M, and the N. And show you that this is no joke. Look at A and M and N. You've got the origin of almond. The God force. Mm-hmm. And that is, in fact, what the union of male and female is represented of. The God force. The bringing about of the child. I mean, sister, this, this stuff is 
I'm sitting and I'm reading, and as I'm reading, sister, vortexes are opening up, and information is coming to me from the ether. Remember, a vortex is a point in the circle. Yeah. It's small at the beginning and gets larger toward the end. You can look at it as a horn sideways or a pyramid sideways. So the cause of Texas. It can be open, closed on the end. It can have openings at both ends look like a bow tie and small in the middle. That's the nature of the universe. In the universe, they call them black holes. And you can see the swallowing going on in the black holes. Now watch this, sister. On the planet, because as above, so below, we call them tornadoes. Tornadoes are energy. And at the base of the tornado, they call it the eye. At the very end of the tornado, and you can Google this, the scientists say it, if the speed of the tornado is fast enough, it creates a six-point star. And I said, wow, that takes me back to Saturn. Saturn is a planet that has rings, Brother Steve. It has a ring around it. Saturn is the point in the circle. That's why we worshipped it. Here we are again. And today, on Saturn, as we said almost two years ago, sister, on your program, it's no accident that you got the six-point star on the North Pole and the eye of Haru on the South Pole. And I said, oh, wow, this is unbelievable. And the vortexes just kept opening and sending me the information, because I'm going to say it again, black people, as you raise your informational level, you will raise your vibratory level, vortexes will begin to open up to you based on your study. That's why they say people perish with knowledge. And you will begin to see a corresponding decrease in the level of fear with the level of ascension that you begin to get and become illuminated because the symbol of the Illuminati is the point in the zero. Mm-hmm. It's our legacy to be illuminated. The Illuminati. The white people created the phony concept called Jesus and put a circle around him to represent the point in the circle. Yeah. They call it a halo. Yeah. And put it over his head. Because that's where the pineal gland is located. Which again is the apex of the representation of the point in the circle or the spiral. Your DNA grows in a spiral. If you took it outside of your body, you'll see it. If you look in the universe they have something called the DNA nebula. The DNA nebula, your DNA, the structure of your DNA origin, black man and black woman, is in the universe as we speak. If some of my people are out there listening, there was another nebula that I can't recall right now that basically dealt with the Vesica Pisces sitting out there in the cosmos. 
again, two joining, two adjoining circles that meet each other at its center, the point in the circle, which, as I said earlier, gives birth to the sacred geometry and all mathematical principles and sciences, the Vithika Pisces. That's why you got the point in the center of your eye. You call it a pupil. You sitting there with the point in the circle that basically allows for light to come in and uh, create the manifestation through your pineal gland of you becoming illuminated. Your pineal gland is like a little light bulb. And when it gets stimulated, it goes off. And I can feel y'all vibrating out there right now. And that's a good thing. Because when you feel yourself vibrating, you see your, you can literally see your body change. You'll see little points in the circles that we call bumps come, all, come up all over our bodies. They call them chills running yeah. up and down your spine. No. That's the true. chills ain't running up and down your spine. The chills are manifestation of your chakra system sending signals through light. What do we call this thing, sister, that activates the pineal gland or that runs down our back? The kundalini. That's what your chills do. When kundalini gets activated, you can feel chills all over your body. Mm-hmm. They go right up to your head. That's to give you an idea of what kundalini activation is about. I'm speaking from a spiritual sense because I haven't been there yet, but I don't have to go there because these vortexes open up and they're sending me the information. And then I find, through the research, validity to everything that I've been thinking, and it just blows me away. And, and and what you are saying is correct. I I know that a lot of the readers that are out there, the spiritual readers, uh, a lot of times when you're reading, you feel the kundalini because you get that chill that comes all over you, and you know that you're hitting it right on the target. Yes, I'm just here to tell you what that's really all about from a from a very humane standpoint, such that everybody can understand what I'm talking about. I guess. My mission is to break it down so we can take it down. Yes. That's my mission. Uh, the the last part of this year, uh, since white people have created this artificial construct called time, okay, they now come to the conclusion that time is a phony construct created by somebody. Of course, we have circadian rhythms. That's the clock within us. Not There is no clock outside of us that's real. The clock is inside of you. It it dictates uh, when certain things should occur. But this artificial construct has basically got our timing off. That's why black black people run around here and we created this concept called color people time. I'm sure the old timers remember that. Mm -hmm. And how black people have such a hard time getting places on time. It's because our clocks don't work like other people's clocks. That's right. And so we should not be critical of people who don't operate by them clocks. We got to understand our biological clocks. That's why we need to go within. And once we do these things, we'll get our our children back. They'll begin to listen. Because I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing 
that people want more than knowledge because it can bring you everything else. Everything else. But I guarantee you, if you ain't got the knowledge, it don't matter what you get because you ain't going to have it long. And that's a fact. You you acquire the knowledge and you can stop any of these youngsters on the street. And, and as I said years ago, you can disarm them with the knowledge when you can't do it with a 9mm or 357 or whatever you got. And the reason that we have all this craziness going on out here is because the white people didn't tune in to uh, these vibratory level, and I guarantee you they're using the technology to create the, the chaos. Yeah, this crazy behavior. Mm-hmm. Because they understand that the brain operates off chaos. Yeah. It has to. And then it creates all out of the chaos. Because if it was already orderly, you wouldn't be accessible to the information. So it has to exist in a state of chaos to allow for information from all sectors to come in. And you can literally alter the brain waves based on the vibrations, as we've covered many, many times. So you can begin to see the inner workings of all of these things, sister. And I haven't cited one article. (laughs) (laughs) Not one. But I tell you, uh, this stuff is just, I know because I've watched the faces of people in my forum since I've been doing this, sister. Mm-hmm. And I've had people to come up to me privately and say, you know, Brother Robert, I've been around you for a little while now. And they say, but I'm going to tell you something. Now, these are, as the folk out here say, these are grown-ass men mm-hmm. and women, okay? Uh, they say, man, this stuff is unbelievable. This is the stuff that will change the lives of our people, and particularly our children. This is what will do it. Because I guarantee you, when you hear this, it will automatically open up the channel that says, teach me, show me. And I'm at close to 3,000 pages of reading this stuff in the last four months. But I'm nowhere near complete. The completion of this year in tribute to my people, we title it BCE. Because what does BC stand for, sister? The BC? Mm-hmm. You, you say B and C, or I thought you're talking, not talking about father, are you? That was A, B, wasn't it? No, no, BC. Mean? You know, like BC in oh, terms before, of time. Before, before Christ. Yes. That's, the, that's what the white people termed it. It's really the point at which they took over. And then they put their vision of time on everything. But let me tell you something, sister. We decided to uh, label the month of December BCE in honor of two brothers that I respect a great deal. That's Ben and Clark era. The Honorable Dr. Johan, uh, Ben Johannan, and the Honorable Dr. John Henry Clark. So we create our own BCE. This is the Ben and Clark era. Okay. We're not going to accept their notion of time. 
And people say, well, you know, people still got to go. I understand people got to go to work and make a living. I'm not talking about withdrawing uh, totally from a system where we have uh, no alternative. What I am saying is withdraw where you have to. Stop participating in it where you have to. And only participate in the area where you have to participate in it. And we term this particular move nonviolent non-participation. Because you Christians out there, that's what Jesus taught. You Muslims out there, that's what Elijah and Brother Malcolm taught. Uh, you civil rights black folk out there, that's what Martin King taught. You Indians and other people around the world, that's what your greatest thinkers taught. Nonviolent non-participation. And I know that brothers out here want to go out and kill all the white folk, but you cannot go out here and sink to the level of bestiality because that's his thing. You must elevate your consciousness to a level where you can literally neutralize him with your vibrator, your vibration. I've said it before and I'll say it again, sister. There's nothing in the history of the planet that kills like this white boy. That's his gift. And so when they get black people in positions of authority, they turn them literally into white boys. If you go and pull down the articles from The Guardian dealing with the Mau Mau and the fact that they're suing the British government and the Crown, you'll find that there's a secret location in Britain where they, the white people are so pompous and so arrogant that they write down everything that they do, no matter how bad it is. They must chronicle their behavior. And what they've done through these Mau Mau uh, who couldn't Deal with them, even though they fought them. You use fighting as a last resort, okay? I'm not saying you disarm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you approach this thing differently, okay? Uh, but when they found that suit, sister, and they found that there's a secret location that these white people have been storing the, the, the information on just what they were doing, not to just Africans, but Malayans, Indians in India and China that chronicles how beastly they were at the behest of the so-called royal family. Uh, no disrespect to Lil' Kim, but that's the real thing, bitch. Okay? We need to stop taking on this behavior of these beasts and let them alone because they will destroy each other. If we let them alone Because that's what they did Before they came amongst us But if that If this goes to its conclusion And of course They're in, in control of all the information So I never expect What should happen is going to necessarily happen But the mere fact That this is now in a, in a Court of their, what they call criminal law Because it's run by criminals Just like here Trayvon mm-hmm. Uh we're going to see and are seeing things like, and this blew, this blew my mind, sister. If anybody Google the Guardian and Google uh, what I told you to in terms of the Mau Mau file suit against the British government and the Crown, you will see through some of the documentation that when they were sending Africans, Negro Africans, to this country to be reeducated from Britain, okay, particularly in places like uh, Uganda and Nigeria, 
you know, uh, that's why you see so many of them in this country, because their countries are still controlled uh, de- by de facto neocolonialism. Uh, you will see Barack Obama's father was one of the people at the very top of the list that they sent to this country to get reoriented in terms of the educational system. But basically he became a CIA operative at the University of Hawaii, which was the origin of MK Ultra. Listen to me, black folk. That was where MK Ultra at the University of Miami was used more, I mean, University of Hawaii was used more than any place else. Check this out. Why did they put MKUltra in place? It's because at the advent of quantum physics in the early part of the last century, and this all is dealing with the subject matter system, they realized the power and the importance of the pineal gland. So what did they do? Nothing until the science of quantum physics began to grow by leaps and bounds in the 1940s or the 1930s, really, which is how they were able to produce the nuclear weapon, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, check this. After they produced the nuclear we- weapons, which was based on sacred geometry, that's what they say, not me, they then created the CIA. Notice the letters, CIA, in the middle of it is the I. But I won't, I won't digress. Let me, let me go back. They created the CIA. They then created something called MKUltra. The MK is an acronym for mind control. Okay? By the way, and I'm all over the place, but the vortex is opening up here. It's, remember I said the A-M and the N, that's the origin of Amun? Yeah. If you reorient that word, or those letters, you get M-A-N. M-A-N, man. Yes, because man was the first. But he could never manifest himself without the woe man. Woe with the W, the womb, which is the manifestation of the God force, which is sperm, which when the two come together, is really fire, which is the sperm, hitting the water. That's what you must have to trigger a nuclear explosion. That's why you vibrate at the level that you do when you are procreating. That's why the male penis from a a geometric look, looking at it geometrically, is the point in the circle. That's why the obelisk was a symbol of worship. That's why the white man is fixated on it. Go ahead, sir. So the the, the penis is, the the wound is the circle. It's the point in the circle as well. Yeah. But it's it's, it's, its symbolic symbol is the circle itself. But it has a point in the center. You call it what? Look at the outside of the female. It's just a hole there, right? Mm-hmm. Or a slit. Once you go to the inside, there's a point. You can call it your uterus if you like. Okay? 
time. So that's the point in the circle, meeting the point in the circle. That's why the male is nothing more than the outer version of the female. That's why when we pointed out about the point in the circle 25 years ago, and Steve Coakley was talking about circles within circles 30 to 35 years ago, uh, Dr. Jewel Pulcrum, 10, 15 years ago, could come out and talk about the womb being a galactic symbol. It all fits. It all fits. It all adds up. And the documentation backs it up. But I added all that to let me go back to MKUltra. First major program put in place by the CIA. It allegedly was put in place to, in fact, create a so-called Manchurian candidate, people that they could control to do things uh, without their knowledge. That wasn't what it was for. Remember, I said that quantum physics began in earnest in this country in the early 1900s. By the 1940s, the CIA is born to come with MKUltra because the uh, the physicists were telling them that uh, around this particular point in time, 2012, that this point in the circle in the center of our eyes will begin to open because of changes in the cosmos. This is nothing that they ain't already knew, sister. Mm-hmm. And so what did they do? They come with an artificial construct called MK Ultra, where they introduced mind-altering drugs into the population, not just in this country, because there's a corresponding program in Europe, and it started in Germany. Yeah. Okay? So you can see that this was a worldwide program to, in fact, control the mind, the consciousness of the people, because they knew that they were going to begin to gain extra strands of DNA during this point in time when the cosmos would go through the changes that it's going through now. Because they don't want people uh, to, in fact, uh, elevate their consciousness with the opening of the pineal gland. That's why you see them medicating the children and identifying the children at earlier, earlier ages to determine who got the extra strands. That's why the government is becoming big brother and taking people's children all over the planet. That's why they're handcuffing five- and six-year-old black children. That's why they medicate them in kindergarten and calling them violent. That's why they put smart meters and smart apps in everything, everywhere, because they want to dictate the vibratory level of the people. And anything that's got smart in front of it, you should run away from it because it's monitoring you. And the head of the CIA, General, who used to be betrayed under the Republicans, but now is acceptable under the Democrats. Now he's betray us. So he was betray us. Okay? 
he does a uh, uh, he's at a uh, uh, a conference given by NQTEL where he states point blank that we don't need authority anymore from the Congress to monitor what's going on in people's houses because with the advent of smart apps, particularly in the manifestation of something called ARM, with the advent of these smart apps, which ARM has been able to produce a chip that has a lot of capacity on it and it's extremely small, everything that you buy, everything, including your television set that they're telling you, uh, Google Samsung's uh, uh, a smart TV that has a camera and a listening device inside of it, and you can't disable the listening device. He says, the head of the CIA says, we don't need no permission anymore. We don't need to do anything. All we need to do is monitor your toaster. That's right. That's why they want to put smart meters in this so-called smart grid on everybody's home so they can control your behavior absolutely unless you're vibrating at another level. And the smart meter and all these smart apps that the Negroes are out here pushing because they don't have a clue as to what this stuff is really about, okay? So they just push it because the white people tell them to push it. Yeah, go and get your new app. And then the white people say, well, you know, we we monitoring everything you do with these new smartphones. And, well, you know, the smart meters, the white people out there fighting against the smart meters all over the country. Very few black people are doing anything about it. Because we don't know, because if we listen to black radio and some of these idiots, and I have to call like a Tom Joyner. He got the right name, Tom. Mm. Or who's the other Negroes running around here chasing the white people? Uh, they're making stupid movies. I mean, it's just something. It just makes me so angry. At this point in time, when we need the information more than anybody, these Negroes like a Tyler Perry is pushing this homosexual pedophilia junk, all junk all the time. And it just makes me so angry, sister. That's why I have to get away from the politics and I'm not going to deal with it anymore. I'm going to stay within the metaphysical realm, deal with the spiritual absence of our people, because we need that more than we need to know about politics. So I'm well, not doing... Go ahead. Yeah, that's where our power is at, the spiritual yeah. level. Where, where are you at now? This is how uh, we can overcome this once we tap into it. Yes, and, and that's what the information is telling me. And I've always gone where the research has taken me because I trust my spiritual nature because I don't do anything for a malicious reason. I do everything uh, for what I consider good reasons. If you hear me make criticism of anybody, it's for good reasons because then I hear very prominent people like Brother Omar Johnson saying the same things that I've been saying on, on these programs. And, and out here for 25 years. So when I hear brothers like that who I have a great deal of respect for saying the same things, and he has a a, a much larger audience because I don't advertise. If I don't do your program, I don't do very much. Mm-hmm. Because for me, uh, there's enough people on the Internet, Brother Polite, who rocking them and socking them 
Yeah, Phil Valentine and others who are mm-hmm. rocking them and socking them on this internet that our people who are on the internet who are out here in the ether, they need me out there. So while they rock them and sock them uh, in this atmosphere, uh, I'm rocking them and socking them in the street, particularly the summer. Uh, we going to rock them and sock them uh, when NATO come here. When is NATO boy, coming? Uh, next month, in May. Okay. And they okay. basically are locking the city down. Mm. They locking the city down. So this is what I've been doing, sister. Uh, I, I tell you, uh, and we're going to get into, I, I'm just, I just want to talk today, uh, uh, but tomorrow I'm going to get into the uh, the articles and name the articles. But let me give you one because I know a lot of conscious people are out there and they're listening, uh, but I want you to visualize, just say the I, because I pointed out that the A and the I are primordial. Those are both symbols of the creator. And that's why they've created, and I told you the white people are synthetic. They've created them an artificial construct of creation, which has given rise to all their mathematical capabilities called a computer. It's predicated on one zero. If you take the I, which is nothing more than the one, if you split I in half, okay, visualize mm-hmm. the I, you split it in half, that creates the A. You take the horizontal bar on the top and bring it down to the middle. So you can see the A is symbolic of the I. They're one and the same thing. That's why the first two letters in I am is IA. That's why the computer system is called artificial intelligence, because it's a manifestation of the synthetic nature of the white boy in terms of his God. It will be his God in the future. And that's why they're turning everything computerized. Your car, uh, everything, the television is computerized. Sister, if you take app, A-P-P, mm-hmm. turn the app, of, turn the P of something, you got A-B. That's father in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. This is no accident, sister. This is no accident whatsoever. But when I tell people about, for instance, the eye of Haru. Okay, let me kind of. How much time we got left, sis? Because I don't have a clock. Okay, uh, we have about forty-five minutes. Okay, let me deal with the eye of Haru uh, from my research. And I know there's some brothers out there who probably do it better, uh, but that ain't the point. The point is that we do it. Okay, uh, I'd like for everybody to go to this website and pick up and pull up this article. It's called "The Dreams of the Eye of Horus." Dreams of the Eye of Horus by D D E E F I N N E Y. Now, the website is greatdreams.com, greatdreams.com. In this one article, and I have, let me, let me do this. Let me give you 
just for the sake and the love of the people out there, let me give you a number of articles dealing with the eye, and they can look this up. These are very short articles, but they're very powerful articles, okay? Okay. Uh, they can go and get a six-part series dealing with the eye of Haru at beyondthelawofattraction.org. Beyondthelawofattraction.org. There is a six-part series that I hope to kind of deal with here. The first part is called the all-seeing eye. The second part is called what is the third eye. The third part is called the pineal gland. The fourth part is called uh, modern insights into the pineal gland. And the fifth part is called how open the third eye. And I won't even deal with the sixth part because it deals with the symbols on the dollar bill. And for me, that's minuscule in comparison to the other things. That's what we focused on in the 80s, of all those symbols in the eye. And the, but I'm not going to deal with that because that's, that's too mundane at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to deal with this first article. And in terms of the uh, metaphysical or the alpha-beta numerical value of the eye of Haru. And here's what they sister. They say here, from the higher heavens, the Elohim and the benign Elohim continually oversee, oversee creation through the Father's eye of creation and the eye of Horus. They are the quote-unquote fathers who watch the formation of the brotherhoods of light who are pre-created in the heavens. They align their eyes with the eye network patterns of the individual species, for the eye is the opening to the code of creation. The highly stylized eye of Haru, associated with regeneration, health, and prosperity. It has become associated with the esoteric and the occult. That's the white boy stuff, the occult. Uh, it is called the Udjat, U-D-J-A-T, which means sound eye, because light which travels through the eye is sound as well. And that's why the origin of man uh, is involved with sound. Okay? They go on to say, the Udjat is depicted as a human eye and eyebrow. The eyebrows decorated with the markings that adorn the eyes of hawks, usually the right eye, although the left is not uncommon. The sun and the moon were the right. Uh, the sun and the moon were the sun was the right eye, and the left eye represents the moon. Uh, these are eyes of the sky god, and the sun is more powerful. Each piece of the eye represents a fraction of the descending geometric series. And this series is very important. We won't have the time to deal with all of this stuff, but that's why I want to give out the information uh, probably tomorrow so that people can go and pull up the information and do the research because this is too expensive for me to deal with all of it. 
uh, and doing two programs. I've been dealing with it for four months, four hours per session, and I haven't even scratched the surface, okay? But yeah. they say uh, it's a fraction of the descending geometric series, one half, notice now, one half, one fourth, which is a half of one half, one eighth, which is a half of one fourth, etc. But they are put together, they make 63 64th, or approximately one. This is why pi, which sounds like I, of which the eye of Haru is infinitely associated with, and the thing that we call the pineal gland all go together. Wow. Okay? Now, they say the entire eye is measured, and this is in Kemet, is measured one peacock, H-E-Q-A-T. And each part of the eye measured fractions of the peacock. Okay? And then they go and show you a breakdown of the eye of Haru and gives you its numerical value. For instance, let's look at the left eye. As you look at it, it's facing to your right. Okay? The eyebrow has a numerical value of one-fourth. Okay? Check this, sister. It has a metaphysical value dealing with thought. That's why when you begin to say, aha, and you are really in a thinking mode, your eyebrows do all kind of things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, you've got this piece hanging down from the eye, from the corner of the eye as it's facing your nose. Okay? Uh, that has a numeric value of 164th, okay? Now, notice now, keep in mind, they give the value to the different parts of the eye of a root based on its importance. So the eyebrow has a value of 1/4. That piece hanging down from the corner of the eye uh, has a value of 164th. But now, wait a, a minute, Robert X. Are uh-huh. you talking about the outer corner or the inner corner? The outer corner, the part that's hanging down from the corner okay. of the eye. Okay. Like a stand that touches the earth. All right. You follow me? Mm-hmm. As a numeric value, and there's a reason that they use these particular numbers in terms of the numeric value. And you get into the mathematics, you'll begin to see other things just open up like the Pythagorean, but it has a metaphysical uh, notation of touch, okay, or spiritual. Now, you've got that long part that comes from the bottom of the eye, which is next to the part that gives you your grounding or touch, okay, that Mm -hmm. folds into a spiral at the end of it, right? You with me, sister? Now, yeah, I'm with you. Now, wait a minute. You're talking about the bottom part of the eye. Are you still yes. on the top? No, I'm on the bottom, on the bottom now. Bottom. You, okay. You've got two 
pieces hanging from the bottom of the eye. One goes straight down, the other goes to the end of the eye and begins to curl up into the the, the uh, spiral. Okay, I see it. I see it. Okay? That has a numerical value of 130 seconds. Okay? Mm-hmm. It has a metaphysical or spiritual connotation dealing with taste. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to the eyeball. Okay? The eyeball uh, ha- uh, has a numerical value of one sixteenth. Okay? Okay. No, that's that's not right. Hold hold on. Yeah, that's right. One sixteenth, because I dealt with the one fourth already. Right. Oh, is it one? The one fourth, you said, is the eyebrow. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, the one sixteenth. It has a numerical, uh, a metaphysical value. Of sight or spiritual connotation dealing with sight. Okay? It also represents the pineal. I'm sorry. The bottom part of the eye represents the pineal. I don't have, I'm not going by my notes or anything, okay? And okay. I didn't well, draw yeah, everything. We, we're, on the bo- we're on the bottom part. Okay. Oh, Good the deal. bottom part. Oh, you are not. You, no, no, no. You were talking about the, uh, the, the white eyeball. part of the eye. The yeah, the eyeball. Eyeball. Okay, right. but now you saying the bottom part that you just left is talking about is the pineal. Yes, that's why it right. curls on the end. I got you. And okay. and begins to form the spiral. All right. That's representing a taste. But metaphysically, uh, spiritually, it has a representation of of uh, taste. Metaphysically. It basically deals with the pineal gland. That's why it curls on the end and makes the spiral. Okay? Because you can put something in your mouth and it immediately activates your brain. Okay? Like almost nothing else. All right? I don't care, even if you can't hear, it doesn't dim your sense of smell. Okay? I'm sorry, your sense of taste. Now, Here's where it really gets tricky, sister. You've got the part of the eye that's facing outward. Okay? The Mm -hmm. next part of the eye that's facing outward. Okay? Toward the end of the eyebrow. It points towards your ear. Okay? Mm -hmm. It points towards your ear. There's a reason that it points towards your ear. It has a numerical value of one-eighth. And it has a metaphysical uh, connotation dealing with hearing. Okay. Dealing with hearing. When you're trying to hear something, your eyes will automatically shift outward. When you're trying to, you know, you're thinking, you said, did I just hear that? Your eye won't go up. They won't go down. Then go to the side. It points to your ear. And then you have the other part, which is extremely 
mind blowing. And I don't have the my charts here. My girl has my charts in her truck, but I've got all these things written on charts, if you can imagine. But I hope we come come to that during this particular article. But then you've got the inside of the white part of the eye that points to the nose. Because I think that something is out of whack here uh, with the numbers, the 116th, uh, and there's one that I didn't do. This white part well, maybe, of the eye. Maybe tomorrow you can touch on yeah, that. I have, it have your chart. Okay. Yes, but that one, that that one half, or the white part of the eye, the inside of the eye that points to your nose, has a numerical value of one half. It has a metaphysical value or spiritual value dealing with the nose. That's why it points that way. That is the breakdown of the eye. But look, they go on in this article to say, remember we left off where the article says the entire eye measure one hecot. That's the major system of measurement in Kemet, dealing with mathematics. So even the scales of measurement, had a metaphysical meaning to them, a spiritual connotation to them, if you will. So they go on to point out here that the corresponding sense data are one 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 sixty fourth or one one sixty fourth or one sixty fourth hecat equals touch. One thirty second hecat equals taste. One sixteenth hecat equals hearing. One-eighth hecat equals thought, and one-fourth hecat equals sight, and one-half hecat equals smell. So I was right. That is the right uh, numerical values of all of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to say the eye is represented as a figure with six parts. These six parts correspond to the six senses, touch, taste, hearing, thought, sight, and smell. But you see, sister, they're not six senses. They're really eight senses. And we've known it all the time, but the white folk trick us and try to call it soul and all this kind of stuff. No. It's the spiritual essence, which is where the pineal gland comes in and the pituitary gland comes in, in your brain. Because your eye is, in fact, the gateway to your brain. Okay? So they go on to point out here that uh, these are the parts of the eye. The eye is the receptor of input, information, light. It has these six doors, and normally doors have a key, okay, like pianos, which also comes in prominently in terms of the numbers of black keys versus the numbers of white keys on the piano. There's a reason for that, just like there's a reason that they call them keys, Okay. They go on to point out that the construction of the eye follows very precise laws. The senses are ordered according to their importance and according to how much energy, light, must be eaten, accepted by the eye for an individual to receive a particular sensation, stimulation that stimulates your pineal. All the sensory data input is food. 
Light is food. It feeds your DNA. It makes you grow. And information travels through light vortexes, which comes to you in spirals, which is why your pineal is a spiral. And your DNA is a spiral. And if you look at Kundalini and your spine, it's a spiral. And your bone marrow is a spiral. They go on to say the senses are ordered according to their importance and according to how much energy, blah, 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 blah. Also, in the Egyptian system, there's the unit of the row. And by definition, 320 row equals one hekai. The symbol for the row is the mouth. It represented one mouthful. Again, associating these measures with food or input data. And no, uh, uh, well, let me go ahead on. If we consider the row as the smallest unit of input energy needed for the input to register as sense data, we note that 320 equals 5 times 64. Remember the numbers I gave you in terms of their numeric value. Now watch this. Mm-hmm. Let me go back. Let me go back for one second and read this row part again because then it'll begin to seek in. They say, in the Egyptian system, there's a unit of the row. And by definition, 320 row equals one hecat. Remember, all those uh, uh, numerical parts of the eye equal one hecat. But that's broken down further into 320 rows, okay? The okay. symbol for the row is the mouth. It represented one mouthful. Again, associating these measures with food or input data. If we consider the row as the smallest unit of input energy needed for the input to register as sense data, we note 320 equals 5 times 64, okay? And so on, and so in terms of row, we have 5 row to register a touch, 10 row to register a taste. You see what they're doing? Yeah. They're multiplying the top number uh, to get the numerical value in terms of row. I'm sorry, the bottom number, to get the number of row. Let me go back. Three, uh, 320 equals 5 times 64, okay? Mm-hmm. And so in terms of row, we have 5 row, which will be 5 times 64, 5 times, uh, to register a touch. 10 row, which is 10 times 64, to register a taste, 20 row to register a sound, 40 row to register a thought, and 80 row to register a light, 160 row to register a smell. And then they give and break down uh, what I just got through telling you. They say, for instance, touch, 164 keycat which is that part that hangs down from the eye. It's going straight down, not the part that curves, okay? Touch equals that part that hangs down. It has a numerical value of 164, or, or hecat, or five row, okay? 
equals 320. Then they go on to say, this part of the eye represents planting a stick into the ground, like planting a stalk that will take root. The earth represents touch. Planting itself represents physical contact and touching. By the way, sister, there's a program on Fox, Mr. 666, called Touch, with a unit, with a little boy who basically has the extra strands of DNA, and he's, the whole show is about sacred geometry and how everything is interconnected. Yeah, I saw that. Well, this is what they're talking about. They show all of the symbols that I'm telling you about right now. It, everything that I'm doing, sister, is in divine order for this particular time. That's why that show is on the air. But they got the little Jewish boy in there representing the black kid, and they got Mr. 24 himself uh, representing his father. Who cannot touch him You have to touch him metaphysically Spiritually Because that's the level that he's on He has the black girl in the hospital Who's like his guardian His mother who was killed in 9-11 And you got Danny Glover As his spiritual father Right A black man <laughs> Yes You know what I'm saying You know what These damn fake Jews are just they just too much and you got black people running around here like Obama in his ass like a pair of hands, in their butt like a pair of hands. Excuse me, sister. But they're not to be felt. They're to be understood because they got your history and they're running with it. And they use an esoteric and it's off track. Yeah. And this is what we break down, sister. Let me go on to one more. So, But when people pull up the article, they'll be able to get all of this for themselves. They're going to deal with taste, which is 132nd he cat or 10 row. That's the part of the eye that curves down and then goes into the spiral at the end. And keep in mind, your fingertip is a spiral. That's why it's so important. It tells you who you are. And your hairline grows into a spiral. Your tongue, by the way, is a spiral. Look at it. So, and everything on the planet and all of it exists in a spiral, including the universe. All information travels in spirals. I just want to say that again. Got to be repetitious. If you run some water and you watch the water run down yeah. the drain, it goes in a spiral. I was talking to a brother yesterday, and he said that when the quantum effects, so-called quantum effects, let's call it the effects of sacred geometry that dominates quantum uh, physics, uh, as these effects, based on the changes in the cosmos, take place, that process will reverse itself. The water running down the drain mm-hmm. or the tornado spinning. Those things will reverse themselves because mm. the poles will shift. Okay, so that, that, those things are going to happen, all right? Anyway, and it's going to, I just want everybody to understand that you must begin to vibrate and intake this stuff now because these are the times that, that call for these kind of things to happen. Uh, I don't take any credit for this research. I give all the credit to my people who've made it possible for me through their donations to acquire this information. I take no uh, no applause or any of that, uh, but I really appreciate the two sisters who sent me the donations. One sister who just sent me one, I sent her the first five parts of this series that I've been doing, and I'm going to send her the part uh, as we go on. She never has to send me another dime, okay? And for the first sister uh, who uh, is right here in Illinois, she will get a package from me real soon as well. I'm going to send her every part of this. She's a college professor, okay? Here in okay. I will not name the institution. But let me okay. go back to number two, dealing with taste, which equals 132nd HECAT or 10 row. 
Again, that's the part of the eye that curls down at the bottom into the pineal gland, or into the sacred uh, geometry or the spiral. They say this part of the eye represents the sprouting of the wheat or grain from the planted stalk, which was the first part of the eye. It is the food we put into our mouth, and so it represents taste. Taste also equals touch and shape. So represents, I'm sorry, uh, that is to say the different tastes we experience come from touching different shapes. So touch is more a fundamental sense than taste. And so you can see that the numerical values had metaphysical meanings and they had meanings in terms of mathematics, okay? Because the symbology in terms of the alphabet and numbers, one set of the alphabet represents the number. Okay? They go hand in hand, and they ought to be understood as part and parcel of the same thing. That's what our people understood. And they go to just latest stuff out, sister. I got about 300 articles sitting here in front of me, and this is only part of it. So I don't know how much time we got. Uh, we have about 20 more minutes. Now, someone wants mm-hmm. to ask a question here before you go on. Uh, okay. Uh, they want to know if, uh, let's see, can you ask the brother if all these tracks by ancestry site is so that they can find the superhuman or those with the potential? So are yeah, they looking for the superhuman? They have already created the superhuman. They're looking for how to stop it because I've said this before, sister, and I don't know how many times I can say it, but I'll keep saying it over and over. You're dealing with a synthetic human being. You're dealing with a mankind. He is mm-hmm. not human. Okay? okay? He has a little part of melanin based on a part of your DNA. And I don't know, I, I know Elijah Muhammad says that he was part rat, part dog, part cat. And I'm not in argument or disagreement with that. I just can't prove that. I may prove mm-hmm. that. You know, as I go on with my research, uh, I can say that the research tells me that he's synthetic. He's not human. And that he can't follow his history. It only goes back up to a certain point. I'll tell you point blank right now, they already have created a synthetic human being. It's neither male nor female. As I said years ago, sister, right here on your program, that's why they created the synthetic DNA to create a new human being. Uh, that has that's neither male nor female, which requires a, a new definition for humanity. Okay? And this is why you see them passing many of the laws uh, saying that certain things are acceptable, like uh, pedophilia and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What would you name a being if it had no genitalia? I, you know, I, I said this years ago, so over 20-some years ago, and I know people thought I was crazy. But right about now, I can't tell you how many times people come back to me and tell me 25 years later, Brother Robert, man, you know, you said this, blah, 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 blah. And I, I, don't take no, I didn't take no credit for it then, and I don't take no credit for it now. I give credit to the ancestors and the brothers who came before us who laid down these tracks. That's why I'm dedicating December the number 12, but really supposed to be the number 10. Dessa. It's supposed to be the number 10 because even their calendar it's absolutely back-assworth. Right. So isn't, isn't April is really the new year? Yeah. The month of the so, new year? I, I refer everybody 
to Gil Scott Heron that I played yesterday, another brother who reminds me of Steve Copley in the music field. But uh, Gil Scott Heron was no joke. I want everybody to pull up dot, dot, did it dot, dot, dash, the ghetto code, and listen to it. Mm-hmm. And watch him break down the alpha beta system and how they went on to add other letters to the alphabet. But he talks about what the original alphabet really was made up of. Okay? Uh, I, I, I want my girl who's in the chat room, I know she's in there, uh, to, because I don't have my, uh, let, me, let me do this. Let me kind of give you uh, just a preview of the uh, the uh. So yes, uh, to the brothers or sisters' question, uh, they've mm-hmm. already created they've already created the synthetic human. It's just a matter. Right, of but I think I think they were asking were they looking for us who we are the superhuman, the one that has really tapped into what you've been talking about. Yes, every every they've been looking for them. You know, yeah. they told us that during the uh, counterintelligence program when those documents were uh, released. Remember now, I pointed out earlier that they put COINTERPRO out here because they anticipated, based on their science, uh, and they are worthy for, I must admit, sister, they are worthy to do battle against, but we must do battle against them on a spiritual level because that's mm-hmm. what our ancestors did. But our mm-hmm. ancestors let their guard down. They did something that we must learn from their mistakes. They trusted them. And this is why I told you years ago, no matter what we do, we can take white people because uh, we are human. So we are very sympathetic people. We don't want to kill all of them, okay? Uh, so we can aid them, but you must be on guard in understanding their behavior as synthetic people on the planet. You must be on guard, and you should never, ever, ever, I can't stress this enough, you can never let them lead you anywhere. If you're calling yourself an American, you're already lost. You're already lost. That means you're bought into his psyche. That's murder, mass murder everywhere, including today, and they're on the precipice of doing it again in Africa. They never stopped a mass murder for damn near 500 years, sister. That's not me. That's their history. And so that's what an American is. A person who kills everything within his path, plant, animal, mineral. And when I told white people this, they look at me hard and turn red, but I ain't never had a white person to deny that that's the truth. So they know we got 2,000 years to look at. And it's just bloody from beginning to now. And again, you got these Negro intellectuals who want to cohabitate with them so they make excuses for their behavior. Well, it ain't all of them. Well, I tell you what you do. You go pick out the ones that ain't that, okay? And we can deal with them. And then let's see how long you survive trying to pick out the good ones from them. But, Robert X, you also have to look at that a lot of the blacks that uh, be, that think like them is because they have been trained by them through the school system. Yeah, I know. But see, sister, I'm talking about people I have specifically given the information, and uh, they just sit there. I'm talking about people who sit on the radio and claim to know, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, they wear these, uh, these 
religious titles because most of our radio stations as backwards as they are. Uh, if there's information, uh, they're all the same. It's all the Christians or the Muslims sitting up there keeping people stupid because they picked out a point in time and they stuck in that point in time, and they don't want to give you anything beyond that. And I, I love being challenged on my research, and I'm going to tell you something, sister. I've never one time had any of these people challenge my research. They just hang phones up in my face and, t- and try to disrespect me because I don't accept uh, their particular ideology as my own. I've never disrespected any of them. I've called and told them when they were wrong. And they don't like it. And then I, I, I went and cited my sources. And I've never, ever, in 30-some years of calling radio programs, never, ever had one of them to say that I'm wrong. Never. Never. I don't care what the subject matter is. Never. Because they don't do research. They pick up their neighborhood newspapers, and that's what they give you on a daily basis. And they do the same thing on the radio. So whatever these white people print to keep you stupid on a daily basis, you can turn on your music radio stations in the morning, and they're going to give you the, the headlines that the white people told them to tell you when they need to be giving you this stuff that I'm talking about and Brother Polite is talking about and Phil Valentine is talking about and Dale Blair is talking about and Steve Cooley talked about and uh, 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 just so many brothers, you know? But you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. And they think they're yeah. educated. That's what really, that's what really hurts, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the people who contribute to what I'm doing are college educated, but they have sense enough to know that there's something that's missing at the four years that they spent in a so-called institution of higher learning. And I respect it's for it. It's a lot. I'm man. talking about those who spent four years anywhere and think that they know. That's why I started out since I'm telling you. I've been read over 3,000 pages dealing with this stuff, and I'll be the first one to tell you I haven't scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. And that's why I also say I accept no applause, no awards, no congratulations, because this is about putting the work in. This is about helping our people any way I can. That's what this is about. Now, uh, Robert X, what about the race mixing? Are they doing that to strengthen their genes? They can no. weaken in ours. No. Once you've got a people whose races are mixed, unless they're real clear in terms of the history of the predominant gene, they will always gravitate towards the lighter part. Because we're in the system of white supremacy. Carter Woodson told us that. That's the thinking. Dr. Clark told us that. That's why the Arabs, the Mexicans, who are all hybrid, if you will, okay, mixture of black and white, that's why they always align themselves with the white part because that's the part that has the power in terms of what we see out here today. And the black part is frowned upon. But they can't get away from that black gene, I don't give a damn what they do. That's why that hair curl. That's why them eyeballs brown. Because that damn black gene is as dominant as they come. And sister, when I tell you and the people about this stuff, uh, it's just, it's just, 
I mean, I, I, I took that to, I've never had anything to have me at a loss of words. Okay, this is the one thing that I that I'm studying that has me at a loss for words. Remember when I talked about the A being primordial, mm-hmm. and that the the I is the uh, with the first symbol for the A. I am yeah. that I am. Yeah. Uh, they represent the original Hebrew name. Which was I A H, or later J A H, because when the Christians came in, they threw away the I and changed it to J, or added the J to the alphabet, which represents the I. And of course, uh, that became in its first version J H V H. Later, when they put the Y in there, when the Hebrew presence began to be dominant, it became Y-H-V-H, Yo-He-Vahi, the tetragrammaton, or tetragrammaton, I can't even say the word. Anyway, uh, here's the deal with that, and this is where the number seven, which was one of the earlier numbers of worship, come in. If you add the vowel, okay, to Yohivahi, you have the seven vowel sounds made by the human voice. In the Hebrew alphabet, each one of those letters is predicated on the sound that it makes. Each one of those letters is predicated on the sound that it makes. And I'm not proficient in the middle letter. I hope to be before this year is out because toward the end of the year, we're going to break down the metal netter as best we can with what we can find, okay? <laughs> but I guarantee you that the Hebrew alphabet, being a derivative of the original alphabet, which was the metal netter, which dealt with the symbols that the alphabet became, became a part of, okay, that you're going to find the same thing in the metal netter. You follow me? Right. And that's with all due respect to the Hebrews. But I want them brothers and sisters to understand that I love them just like I love the Christians, okay, just like I love the Muslims. But we can go back and trace the origin of Hebrew, uh, Christian, and Muslim. They all occupy points in time. But we cannot settle for that. Because there were systems in place before that. That's not to disrespect any of them. I have no respect for the preachers because many of them are basically illiterate. Uh, as I told you before, since I call them one book scholars. Mm-hmm. Well, many of them well, are illiterate. What they do. Most of them, don't they all go to the theology uh, school? Yes. Under the Exactly. <laughs> So I don't expect them to be anything else but that. And they don't have a humble bone in their body. Most of them very arrogant people. Look, sister, Jesse is a minister. You won't find a more arrogant person. Uh, Al Sharpton is a minister. You won't find a more arrogant Negro. Arrogant. I mean arrogant. He's sitting up there telling black people to continue to tie yourself to the white people in this phony, bastardized political system that's never given black people power to do anything. But he keeps telling us to tie ourselves to white supremacy, because that's what it is, whether you want to accept it or not. And it's going to, in fact, kill your children. 
That's what it's doing physically. I know. If it kills them mentally, you're dead anyway. Don't have to be physical. Because a mental death is worse than a physical death. Yes. It's doing both. Yes. So, I mean, you can go across the country. You'll find the same thing. You'll find not teaching the people. There There are some exceptions. Like there's a brother who used to be high up in one of the Christian churches. The white people worshipped him. Uh, he began to teach metaphysics. They kicked him out of the church. He came here to Chicago to begin to teach metaphysics in terms of the true origin of religion uh, in Johnny Coleman's church. Because Johnny Coleman's church, which is one of the biggest churches in Chicago, uh, she taught metaphysics. That's why you never hear about denominations with her church. And that church be packed. So there are exceptions in terms of the church that I'm talking about. And I forget this brother's name. A uh, good-looking brother has a nice family, wife and kids. But when he began to do his research outside of his theological study, he had to admit the truth. That's what Ray Hagen was confronted with. Right. And so what they do is they stay steeped in ignorance because it's going to require that you have to admit and be humble and say that you really don't know that you've been miseducated. <laughs> That's true. And so they don't want to give up, you know, the the, uh, the niceties of what they think is true because it gives them fame and fortune. Those are not things of value. Those are physical so, things of value. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, what they what they don't realize, uh, Robert X, is that. A lot of people are waking up anyway because of their DNA. If you if you study in religion from the Eurocentric perspective, you would mm. not know what time we're in. Uh, I can go mm. back, sister. Uh, 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 when I was a children, uh, they were saying that was the end of time. I remember mm. the sixties. The Jill Whitney was running around talking about the end of time. Right. So I mean, right. anytime there's turmoil in the world, uh, they talk about it's the end of time. But you must be versed, and this is what our people were versed in. They were versed in not just the physical, but the metaphysical. They dealt with the astrology, astronomy. Uh, All these things are part and parcel of the same thing. That's why they were smart enough to come up with a phrase that's representative of not male-female union in terms of the six-point star, one pointing upwards and one pointing downwards, but they came up with the phrase, as above, so below. Right. Whatever you find in the cosmos, you find on the planet, and you find inside of you. Mm-hmm. That's why they find your DNA on a rock floating around in the cosmos. We discussed a year ago, sister. Well, Robert X, we have um, three minutes left, and uh, are you? If a person wants to contact you, or are you um, the package that you giving the ladies your research? Can other people get that package too? Uh, sure, sister. Uh, I, I don't require a whole lot. I, I I try to give more than I get, and that's been my my motto. Uh, so I can feel good about myself. So I always give more than you than you give me. So no matter what you give me, uh, I'm gonna give it. I don't have the uh, the uh, a PO box. Uh, okay. I don't have any of that well, information in front of me. But you well, can contact tomorrow. me tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna contact you. And you can so you, you can email to... me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. We have no, two minutes. Say, Give you them can, your email. Yeah, you can email me at mccray R A Y R nine five nine nine at Yahoo. Sister, can I have thirty seconds? Go ahead, go ahead. Check this. The MK 
the NK comes from the ankh, A-N-K-H. With the O and the I added to the ankh, it gives us Anunnaki. The O and the I are the primordial, that's the ankh. It gives us Anunnaki, the cosmic consciousness, the I, representing the ego, which is why Freud, the Jewish so-called scholar in terms of psychology, always talked about the ego and the id, I-D. The power of knowing, gnosis, thinking, C-H-I-E-K, I-N-K. Well, Brother uh, Robert X, we're down to one minute, and I want to let the people know to come back tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you will continue this. You will do a part two. And also, if you have any questions or comments, uh, you will take some questions tomorrow and give out the articles, too. Yes, because, I mean, I won't be able to give them all out, but we're going to do the best job that we right. can with the limited time that we have. Okay, okay. I'll try to give and, something and, and, from every aspect, Clifford. Great, great. No, I just wanted to say thank you, and uh, we appreciate you. And can you give them your email one more time? Yes, M-C-C-R-A-Y-R-9599 at Yahoo. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you, Robert X. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I appreciate you, sir. Appreciate, Hotel, appreciate you. Hotep. Hotep. Okay, thanks for listening, and uh, come back tomorrow, and we will continue this. Make sure that you have your pen and your paper, and I'm quite sure you're going to have to uh, listen to the show again to get all of the information. Thank you, and peace, and much, much love. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.